Welcome to Social Work Shorts Insights, a podcast where I just talk to people who know stuff. So this podcast links to um, an article that George has written, which is about to be published on the Social Work Shorts website. So George, do you want to start by maybe giving us a quick introduction to, to who you are and, uh, and tell us a bit about this article that you've written for us at Social Work Shorts? Yeah, I'm George. Um, I work with uh, Stephen and Jamie um, on, the, on the social work store stuff and uh, beers and ideas. Um, and the idea for the article was focused around um, poverty and social work response to poverty. Um, it's been particularly in the news um, from the Kingston Hull study, um, the care review, um, even the government and the benefits, the £20 uplift that's getting taken off. Um, it's a real live issue. And what I wanted to do in the article was hopefully um, compare that to historically in social work and hopefully offer some road out of this situation that we seem to be inexorably in as social workers. A little bit of history and a, and a bit of social history particularly. And, and uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about um, Mary Stewart back in London at uh, what the end of the uh, 19th century. Yeah, it, it's something I knew vaguely about. I knew I knew social work's um, history is linked to um, middle upper class women, um, sort of like Mary Poppins type characters, bringing a bit of uh, magic dust on on the poor people. A sort of a very navel gazing sort of approach, um, but. I think what's useful from a social work historical perspective is it, it, there is a definitely an X marks a spot with Mary Stewart starting her first day at the hospital, um, assessing people and whether they could pay for treatment or they were um, deserving of free medical support. Obviously, this is 60 years before the NHS. So it's a very neat starting point for social work historically. And I thought that was a good um, segue into the current issues we're facing around poverty. Absolutely. It feels like social work's a, a, a fairly uh, young profession, and I suppose it is in terms of the legislative frameworks and stuff we work under, but it has a it has a rich history with that kind of thing, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you you allude to an equation, um, and I quite like this. I don't know whether you make some comment on this, and you say poverty equals bad outcomes for children and families plus social care intervention. Do you want to kind of uh, elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, it's. I feel, and also I refer to the, the, these paradoxes. I think it's probably also a good way to explain it. We, we seem to be in social work that we can't we can't prejudge people people's outcomes based on um, social strata, race, creed, anything like that. Any dint of character other than, other than whether they're good or bad parents or functioning well and these things. But the weight of evidence now, most recently provided by Hull University, that um, the, if you're in the poorest areas, you're 14 times more likely to get a social worker involved in your life. I, I think we're very naive to say that um, poverty isn't the direct driver of our interventions, despite our, despite our good nature, um, all the social work England criteria, this is what we'll inevitably do, end up doing. So that, so that equation, it, it I try to put I put that down because it, it's as it's as linear as that. We would we would like to believe it isn't, but I, I think we need to start calling this out um, as social workers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we talk, don't we, about the in in lots of ways that we do this in social work education as well about the fact that everything is about 
um, person in environment. Yet, I, you know more than me about the children and family social work. I know very little about it, um, if anything. But it seems to be what you're saying, it, that, that we would pathologise, be the right word? We pathologise the parent without looking at the impact of the circumstances they find themselves in. And that, I think that's correct, Stephen. And partly what I get to in the article is that so pervasive of his impact of poverty and um, where we do social work, um, that we need to come at this in a different direction. Um, I mean, one thing I, I'd like to, to raise is that the, the, the criteria for a sin for a, for a child to be open to a SIM plan is unlikely to reach satisfactory level of health or development. So it would have to be, in terms of satisfactory, to me that would be like a national average at least or something like that. But we know, um, and the evidence base is really clear, that um, the states that we predominantly work in, the social workers, people die six, seven years younger, um, and the healthy life expectancy is 14, 15 years below um more affluent areas. So if, if that's not a satisfactory um, failing, you see what I mean? So so it's almost like the vast sway of children could be classified as, as, as needing intervention to reach good enough outcomes in terms of national averages. Mm. Does the does the reality of um, underfunding and, and uh, you know, understaffing of, of social work departments lead the bar to be just higher before you get any intervention, never mind the right sort of intervention. Yeah. Now, this is this is an interesting thing, and this is where my views might be controversial. I wonder if we had, if we doubled the number of social workers, but continue to respond and assess and intervene in the way we do, whether that radical change would be coming. Whilst more social workers would be better, I wonder when the more... Um, Efficient, if that's the word, more effective means would be a change of um, direction, a change of focus, a change of what we offer. Um, whilst obviously my idea would be better with more social workers, if you see what I mean. But if I had to pick yeah. one thing, it would be more the intervention. But I, would, I wonder whether, obviously, both points um, do coalesce in the end. Yeah. Um, I'm a stressed social worker. The, the, the minimum thing I have to do is get my assessment on a time. I'm not interested so much in the flowery extra bits that could make the difference. Uh, so what you're saying resonates with me a, a lot because of, of of the work that I did in uh, in, in adult uh, social work when I was a when I was in practice, and 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 I do think it's an interesting conundrum that. Uh, if you don't change the process, but just have more people doing the process, then what you're saying is we get the same outcomes. You know, we, we wouldn't actually change social work. We just might social work more people, I suppose, is what you're saying, isn't it? So so if that's the case, what's the if that's the case, what is your uh, different approach then? What would you be doing? What would you have these group of social workers, uh, whether it's the same amount or more, what would you have them do? Well, well, firstly, in, in our, I suggest, and then this is a bit of a sideways step, but I think we need to squarely start calling it out. There's a clear evidence base. We, as social workers, we know who we are working with. If we don't know who we're working with, we're not doing the job correctly. So in our assessments, um, I think we need to be clear that um, the reason why we're working with this particular family, the 20th on this estate, is because features of poverty um, is systemic. Obviously, they've made decisions that they have to hold the consequences of. But 
um, we're not holding the state, the big boys, to their consequences if we don't start raising it in the assessments. And that isn't wishy-washy, oh, this family, it's all because of the benefits or anything like that. Yeah, we have to be clear about the evidence base that is there around poverty. So that, that's step one. Um, and step two, um, and this is something, another thing I raised in the article, is the points of difference that make changes in people's lives are not offered through traditional interventions. The ones where it's it, 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 on a personal level, and I, and I refer to something called situate, situated choice, it's exactly the same as sliding doors moments. It's, so if you think about your career, it's that person I mentioned, oh, why didn't you try this, Stephen or George? I'd be thought about doing this mentor thing in Sunderland. Then it sets my life on a different trajectory. Um, what we need to do is create those sort of moments um, for, for families or assist them in, in doing that. Uh, I'll give the example in an article. The man who's struggling um, reading with a child. So as a social worker, and I've done this before, we'll go around, have you been reading with the child? You ask the questions. You might do a little bit of simulation reading the book. But would that man's life not be transformed if you started um, volunteering in the local school? So then just by osmosis, she's picking up different things. She's got different relationships. There's a step change in her in her, in her her experience. And whilst there might be some dead, in, dead ends, the possibilities there are much bigger than you going around wagging your finger, have you read, read to the child, what, what, what's a bedtime routine, which I think would fall into that. You, you, I suppose what you're saying there is you, you, you've, you've almost opened the world up to that parent in a different way, haven't you? You've said, actually, because I think in social work, what we, what we often do is kind of point out to people where they're failing rather than opening up opportunities to them. You also talk in the article about uh, Raheem Sterling, which is you know, quite current, given that uh, we've just had the Euros. And, and um, it struck me when reading uh, about that, about his 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 mother making the decision to to leave Jamaica and and then the problems um, he had um, in terms of his, his, his behaviour. And then this youth worker with the football at the local park opening up options. And it, it seems that those two decisions opened up options rather than anybody kind of blaming anybody for anything. Uh, yeah? yeah, so it's uh, it, it's the it's bigger picture stuff, isn't it? I suppose that we need to uh, engage people in rather than simply telling people that they've not done something very well. Oh, totally. There's, um, there's an old Billy Connolly, not a joke, but um, something he pointed out, um, walking to the Gobles, looking at the high-rise flats and pointing at one, I can't remember who he was talking to, saying, what happens if that kid could be the next Jackie Stewart or, or have, have a talent you would never be exposed to? Do you see what I mean? And, and he could be, this kid could be, and unless, I'm not saying, without those chance bits, that never happens, the, the next bit never happens. And whilst everyone can't be like an amazing one-off, we've got to believe as mm. social workers, they, they should have the availability to, to have a step change in their lives. See what I mean? Yeah. And, and I really yeah. believe, because... Just talk to anybody that's succeeded or done pretty much anything, and they'll tell you a similar story. And unless we're creating that for families, they'll be the next time round when we go out for another CP plan, they'll be in the same situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because it's while while some of it, I suppose, it's interesting what you're saying. So while some of it is almost by chance, um, the by chance things only happen if the world is open to you, don't they? You know, if you've got a very, if you live in a very closed world um, in terms of your social networks and your social contacts, 
then the opportunity for chance encounters and, and chance opportunities to change things is limited, isn't it? You know, it's kind of like people, uh, you know, I've talked to friends about this who've, who've kind of done well, where people have said, oh, you're just, you're just lucky all the time, you. And, and, and I look at the people who that said about, and I think, well, no, it's because you go and seize opportunities. You know, yeah. you, you go, you put yourself, your, your outward face, and I suppose one of the problems is that uh, maybe parents and families who are involved in social work maybe are or become inward-looking as a consequence of that rather than outward-looking. That makes No, no, it makes sense, Stephen. Um, we just need to... What, what we're good at as social workers is defining issues, so mental health, alcohol, domestic mm. violence. Then what we offer up is a very narrow focus on those issues, which mm. I believe only serves on a further narrowing of outcomes. And this is the point I'm making now, yeah. when really... <laughs> Perhaps domestic violence has spiked because um, partly dad's lost his job or um, mm. he doesn't have any uh, creative outlet. I'm not saying that's direct, direct causation, but you could see a situation where if he started playing five-a-side football and he got a better job, immediately some of the stresses are removed and we all know stresses are more likely. But what IRO is going to say, dad needs to join a five-a-side team, do you know what I mean? But... I generally believe those points of difference could have a longer-term effect. You know, then then the guy in the five-a-side team has got a timber yard, needs another worker, and then you could just see how it would you could see how it would change. Um, I just think that's that is the sort of um, that's the the web of life, which I think by sanitising it we avoid, and that just pe- crushes people down. I would encourage people to. Uh go across to the website uh, socialworkshorts.co.uk uh, and, uh, and and have a look um, at the article. It'll it'll be up very soon. And so have a look at that and get some more of the background to uh, uh, the, the what George is uh, telling us there about how maybe we should be thinking about shift and practice um, with children and families. Thanks, George. Great. Thank you very much, Stephen. George's article on poverty and social work practice and more articles on social work at socialworkshorts.co.uk.